I absolutely love supporting girl bosses, and author Lauren Dane is just that. Lauren is such a badass. She is a New York Times and USA Today bestselling author. She took an unfortunate bed rest during one of her pregnancies and then turned it into following her passion, a passion for writing. And that passion has now led her to write over 50 novels and novellas across several genres. She lives in the Northwest with her husband and three kids and still manages to have this amazing career. Lauren just released a brand new contemporary romance novel, too, titled Whiskey Sharp Unraveled. You can pick up your copy today on Amazon.com. Just type in Whiskey Sharp or head over to her website, LaurenDane.com. That's Lauren, D-A-N-E dot com. I'm going to get money, there's a new celebrity food craze on the block called micro livestock. Say what? What exactly is it? I will break it down and tell you what celebs are getting in on it. And I want to see if uh, if my bro host thinks that we should give this a try. Uh, no. What rapper? You're already just saying no. Is it, it's a diet. It's like a new fad. Yes. No. But you won't just try everything like anything no. once. There's a new one out too called keto or Kato or some crap. Yeah, the keto like ketosis. Yeah. The keto well, diet. Yeah, no. There's a guy that lives in my building. Listen, oh, I'm I, sure there is. If you want to do whatever diet you want to do, by all means, do you. Do whatever makes you happy as long as you're healthy. But there is a guy who is all about that keto diet and he's got it all over his car mm-hmm. in the parking lot. Yep. Oh my gosh, he drives me nuts because it's like a constant sales pitch. You yeah. know, like the elevator pitch. It's It's a thing when you actually live in the building with this guy. That's why you avoid people like that. I have to take the damn elevator. And if he's in there, he's going to he talk to me about my diet. Does he have like 5K stickers on the back of his car too? Yes. That's the that's just <laughs> the worst. Run at least a 10K. Put a 10K <laughs> sticker on there. 5K? No. He's got all sorts of stickers. Yeah. I walked the block today. Uh, what, what rapper is getting ready to open up his own restaurant? And why am I hoping his wife is not the one picking out the menu? That's coming up in Celebrity News. There's a new acronym that you need to learn before making plans with any of your friends. Okay. See, I keep you guys cool. I keep you in the know. And you're going to want to know that acronym. I never used the last one that we learned. Do you jo- remember Jo-co? the last one? It was like Joko or something. It was. No- or Noco. Because it was FOMO, but you weren't missing out. Yeah, but it Jomo. was like, Yeah, what was it? What, what, what was it? It was Jomo, joy of missing out. Oh, joy of missing out. Yeah, I still don't think I understand what it means, but <laughs> I've definitely used it before with you. What does that mean? We've used it. We've used it before. Remember when mom couldn't come over and you were like, <laughs> Jomo? You don't remember? <laughs> no. All right, we'll cut that part out because mom listens. Love you, mom. If you ever shop at Trader Joe's, you won't want to miss this unknown fact, or at least I didn't know this fact, that may help you out next time you were there on a little grocery run. And what the heck is this woman laughing about? (laughs) (laughs) Her laugh is infectious. Her laugh reminds me of that woman who got very excited when she got the Chewbacca mask. 
Remember yeah. when that went viral? No. What? Get out of here. The woman was in the Coles parking lot and she had the Chewbacca mask on and it brought so much joy to her that she was cracking up laughing. No, I don't think I ever saw that. Did we talk about it? No, we did not talk about it. We definitely talked about it. I think it was back when Stiffy was the co-host of the okay. show and you were yet to be my bro host. You were just my brother at the time. Yeah. Okay. Well, then I don't feel bad for not remembering. You didn't know what was to come, that yeah. you would be promoted to bro host of well, this here if podcast. if we talked about it and then I forgot about it, then that would be bad. Yeah. You were not on the show yet, but I will absolutely be showing you that Chewbacca video okay. uh, when we're done recording this. That is all coming up in episode 86 of the Melanie Minow Show. You guys can follow us on social media. We are on everything. You can tweet me on Twitter, tweet Melanie M. You can snap me on Snapchat at Melanie Minow. You can Insta me on Instagram at Melanie Minow as well. And then Facebook, it's official Mel. Ooh, I do have a Facebook story coming up too. Mark okay. Zuckerberg and not having the best week. You can follow my bro host on all of his social media accounts. At Michael Glazner. And that's on everything. It's so much easier for you. Mm -hmm. I really, I got to get, uh, I got to get that Twitter handle. Yeah, you got to buy it. Still working on it. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes and leave a review. We read them all and we love you guys for taking the time out to do that. Can we start off with the fact that an emotional support peacock is a thing? Or at least this woman wanted it to be a thing. And then United Airlines was all like, nah, that's not a thing. Yeah, no. Uh, she, or United Airlines, they denied a woman's attempt to bring a peacock onto one of their flights. According to this travel blog, the woman said the peacock was a quote unquote emotional support peacock. And it should be allowed to not only fly, but fly for free. Uh, that's what she was telling uh, United Airlines. United Airlines said otherwise, though, saying this animal did not meet guidelines for a number of reasons. Um, I'm uh, guessing the fact is a peacock. Yeah, and it's giant, <laughs> it's probably. It's giant. And it pecks your freaking eyeballs out. Yeah, they're not nice. They're beautiful creatures, not nice. Yeah, I well, don't want that sitting next to me. Yeah, you hit the nail on the head for a number of reasons, including its weight and size. They go on to say, we explain this to the customer on three separate occasions before she arrived to the airport. The airline also says it requires passengers to provide documentation from a medical professional at least 48 hours before they plan on bringing their quote-unquote emotional support animal slash peacock onto a flight. If she's trying to bring a peacock on a flight, she might need some emotional support, though. <laughs> oh, no doubt about it. This woman needs emotional support. And the fact that they even put in their statement that they let her know on three separate occasions before, that means that she called several times about yeah. bringing her emotional support peacock. Mm -hmm. And they still told her ass no each and every time. And she still brought it to the airport. Yeah, because if you get a bad customer service rep that can't help you, you just hang up and call back. Oh, that's what you do? You don't just ask to talk to the manager? Yeah, sometimes. If I know that they can fix it, yeah, you can ask to talk to the manager. They're probably, oh, the manager's not in, sir. All right, fine. I'll call back. I'll talk to Betty then. Who hey, can hang I, up and call back. Who can I talk to that's above you that will approve me bringing on my peacock as an emotional support animal? Right. Well, no one, apparently. <laughs> apparently so. not. Oh, well. Earlier this month, Delta Airlines, they announced that they are going to start having tighter regulations for passengers that are trying to travel with the emotional support animals because they said that they've seen an 84% increase since 2016. Well, yeah, duh, because everyone's onto the scam. Everybody. If you have a small dog. Except for Ziggy. He's it's not an emotional, emotional support, support dog. 
Why? Because I never went online and did that thing. I well, spent that's so just laziness. <laughs> I spent so much money back and forth between Tampa and DC paying for Ziggy to be not my emotional support dog. Yeah, and he could have been chilling with you on your lap the whole time. Well, he was chilling, but I had to keep him. Yeah, I had to keep him in his carrier underneath the seat in front of me. They would not let me bring him out unless it was a cool flight attendant and a cool flight. In which case, they were totally fine with it. But some, there was no one even on the flight. And the person came over and was like, is that an emotional support dog? And I am the worst liar on the history of... You should have started crying. And he'd be like, oh, okay, yes, it is. All right. <laughs> uh, that would have... I could have done that. I could cry easily. I'm an emotional mess. So it would make sense that I need emotional support. But I could never lie about it. So I was like, no. And then go, okay, well, he's got to go back in his carrier underneath. Poor Ziggy. I know. He didn't even mind it, though. He just snoozed. He was the best travel companion. He didn't even know it, but he was emotionally supporting me. <laughs> yeah, by sleeping? I'm a good travel <laughs> companion, too. Just by being there. I'll sleep the whole way. By being there, for yeah. sure. I should have I should have got it. Now he's his traveling days are over. Yeah, Ziggy ain't getting on no flight. He's, he's not flying anywhere. No, next time he flies, he'll have wings himself. <gasps> St- Michael, <laughs> that is mean. It's, what? He's going to heaven. I didn't say he's gonna have horns. Don't don't you try to twist this into him being an angel dog. Yes, I, he's going to be a little angel dog. I know that, but we don't need to talk about him ever dying. <laughs> okay. okay? All right. Kind of talk is not allowed on the podcast. Okay. Speaking of ridiculous animal stories, here's another thing I didn't know existed. Camel beauty pageants. Yeah. Camel beauty pageants. Is that like the name for some ugly ladies? <laughs> out like horses or something yeah. or dogs which i just found that out this week did you know the song who let the dogs out is it it's about ugly women and it's not about actual dogs um i never thought about it but that makes way more sense yeah than it, actual dogs. yes you know the words and they're like oh the party was packed the party was jumping and then it talks about who let, yes and then they go who let the dogs out they're meaning that ugly chicks showed up to the party mm. my mind blew up this week when brian sent me that i never knew that i'm kind of happy that i do now it makes more makes, makes way more sense i'm just picturing these idiots jumping over fences like the music video chasing after these dang that's dogs. what i thought too why didn't they just put a bunch of bunch of gross looking people in the music video? It'd been way better. It would have been hysterical if people were in on the joke. We, I mean, it was a hit song regardless, which was ridiculous. But we all thought it was. Or I mean, I thought it was about dogs. You thought it was about dogs. Maybe, Listeners, let us know. Maybe everyone knew, and we just didn't, and we're idiots. I don't think so. Will you tweet us and let us know or use your social media of choice? I know not everyone has a Twitter, but if you do, you can tweet me at tweets Melanie M and my bro host at Michael Glazner and let us know. Did you think who let the dogs out was about dogs or did you think it was about chicks? And did it make the song better or worse? Because <laughs> now it kind of it makes the song funnier. Yeah. But it, it kind of takes like the innocence out of it of the Disney Channel using it on every single commercial for five straight years. Yeah, they definitely did that. But now I feel like it could, they could have a revival. You know, they could go on a little club tour right now. And now that the cat's out of the bag <laughs> yeah. or the dog, I guess, they could just say, hey, now we can revive the song again because people, the truth is out. Well, it's like Shaggy. Mean, yeah. What do you mean? What's, what's about Shaggy? Uh, Sorry, I'm having serious ADD today. Shaggy also announced this week. You know how he had that song, It Wasn't Me? Yeah. It wasn't me. Let me guess, it was him? He said it was him. He announced it this week. Okay, that's not a shocker. (laughs) That entire song is sarcasm. My life is a lie. 
Who let the dogs out is not about dogs. And Shaggy, who was lying, what a lying son of a biatch. He's been saying all these years it wasn't him. And then he comes out in 2018 and says it was him this whole time. He literally says, she even saw me on the camera. She even saw me on the counter. She literally saw him. And but he's he like, was it saying wasn't me. it wasn't me. He, right. But now he finally admitted that, yes, that was who was on the counter. And then banging on the sofa. Yeah. And then, Duh. And then the words that he told her. That's... <laughs> Well, that one's not surprising. I think we, we might have talked about this before, but I had a revelation one time. So this is why I think maybe we're just idiots and we didn't realize that it was about ugly women. I was listening to Christmas songs one time and that song, I Saw Mommy Kissing Santa Claus. Yes. That is, Santa is the dad. I didn't know that either until Lindsay, my friend Lindsay, you guys have heard her on the podcast before. We've, we even broadcasted a live podcast from her apartment with a bunch of our friends. She told me that when we were at the Christmas pop-up bar in D.C. We were talking about our favorite Christmas songs and then least favorite Christmas songs. I go, how about that weird one where mom cheats on on the husband and the kid sees her? And he, she's like, what are you talking about? I'm like, yeah, I saw mommy kissing Santa Claus. And she goes, it's the dad. <laughs> I yeah. had no idea. I was just listening to that song a bunch of years ago, and it just randomly came to my head. I'm like, huh, no kidding. Just like a random thought. And so maybe the Shaggy and uh, the Who Let the Dogs Out just was right over my head the whole time. I do not think that we were alone. And there are so many other songs that definitely went over my head when I was younger. We had a listener reach out on Snapchat. She is so sweet. She listens when she's driving to work with her husband. So they, A, is that not the cutest thing? They carpool together. Brian and I tried carpooling for a hot second. And he was late to work every single day. (laughs) Yeah, if I tried to carpool with Molly, I would just just roll in at noon. Uh, yeah, I don't know how some people do it. Carpooling with the the boyfriend or significant other just didn't really work out for me. But she and her husband, they drive to work together and then they listen to the podcast. Uh And we had brought it up in the past about some song that we, I guess it was last week, we talked about a song that we didn't realize the meaning of it. And she said it would be a good topic to talk about songs that when we were younger, we didn't realize what they were talking about. And that was one of them. Probably all of them. <laughs> probably every song that is a classic rock song that you used to listen to back in the day, you're probably like, oh, hey, that's got a whole nother meaning. Oh, for oh, sure. Oh. I know for me, the O-Town song, Liquid Dreams, I thought that that was, <laughs> I don't know, even know what it was. I just thought, okay, he's- it's just fun words to He's sing. dreaming about them being in the water together. I mean, I knew it was sexy and provocative, mm-hmm. but I didn't realize he was talking about actual wet dreams. Ugh. And that uh, that Ariana Grande song, that side to side song, people are just little kids are just walking around singing that one. Wait, what's that one? You got I am me walking so side naive. to side. Do you know what song I'm talking about? Yeah. Wait, how does it go? No, that's. I thought it said rocking. You've got me rocking from side to side. Nope, walking. So they do it so much that she can't even walk. I've been here all night. I've been here all day. Stop it. Yes. That's exactly what she's talking about. I cannot. I can't even handle all the information that my brain (laughs) (laughs) has been exposed to this week. Mm -hmm. Between the Baja men and Shaggy. It's like the year 2000. And now you're telling me Ariana Grande is talking about walking side to side. Get out of here. Yep. So okay. now when you're little kids running around singing that song, it's inappropriate. Uh, Yeah. It's like, no, you're not going to, no, no, no. We're not <laughs> walking side to side. We're not rocking side to side. Well, there you go. That's the kids' Bob version. 
Yeah. And we are rocking <laughs> side to side. Yeah. Did you guys know that? You can let us know at tweets Melanie M and at Michael Glazner. Is that really what it says? I still am in denial. I'm in disbelief. <laughs> you can just sing rocking side to side. <laughs> I'm going to. I make up half the words to songs anyway. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, we got to put the train back on the tracks and get back to the story that started this whole tangent. Yes, it was about it's not camel, even a train any longer. <laughs> the camel beauty pageant. What? It is a thing, and it is over in Saudi Arabia. Okay, that makes sense. Okay, yeah, totally. Except for the fact that 12 camels were kicked out of this beauty pageant this year after they broke the the competition rules Mm. by using injectables and not the kind that you would think in sports, like, oh, they were shooting them up to make them stronger. Yeah. Okay, no, not that. They were shooting them up with Botox because the beauty pageant, they judge all sorts of parts of the camel like they do when you go to a dog show like their humps their lovely, <laughs> their lovely lady, lady humps. check it out mm-hmm. they look at their lips their nose the overall shape of their head i guess a camel with a big head is mm-hmm. a good thing and people were cheating the system and they said a dozen contestants were disqualified a missed suspicion that their lips had been surgically <laughs> enhanced. This is real. The Kardashians are out. <laughs> yeah, the Kardashians were not allowed to enter the contest. <laughs> Maybe. They said that a symbol, the symbol or camels are a symbol of Saudi Arabia. Yeah. And the prize money totals around $57 million. That's why people are going all crazy, shooting up their camels with Botox and wrestling and all this other crap because they wanted $57 million. Well, these Saudi Arabia people, they got way too much money, first of all. <laughs> For real. I'm getting Arab money. <laughs> yeah. And what, they can't do it with... They're women, maybe, because they're all their faces are covered half the time. So you got to use camels they for use beauty pageants. Camel. What in the hell is going on? I had on? no idea. They said that around thirty thousand camels entered the contest That's or tried camels. to enter the show, mm-hmm. but the event it lasts like a month long, and they narrow them down, and then they. So think about it: twelve contestants getting caught with Botox out of thirty thousand. You're saying there's a lot of Botox camels that slid through the ca- the cracks Heck, there. Yes, for fifty seven. Million? How much? Thirty-seven million. Fifty-seven could have been fifty-seven bucks. <laughs> I would injected the hell out of that camera. Yeah, right. Stuff. Botox. You're gonna spend more than that. Whatever. However much my Botox costs, plus fifty bucks. I just am picturing these camels walking around with big ass duck lips. I'd like to see the before and after photos. <laughs> like the Kylie Jenner ones, there was like a little please? stick and then big old curvy girl, just like the camels. Next season on Botched, find yeah. out what this what happened when this camel went to Mexico. Oh no, never get Botox in Tijuana. <laughs> oh, poor camel had to retire from its beauty pageants and everything. Hmm? No well, longer qualifies. Still ride across the desert on it. Pornhub wants to grease poles of Philadelphia for the Super Bowl. Okay. I don't know if you have seen this yet, but Philadelphia police, mm-hmm. they have announced that they were going to grease, well, they started to grease some poles around the stadium because the Super Bowl is happening this weekend. Yep. And as we know, it's the Philadelphia Eagles versus the Patriots. Mm-hmm. I'm just calling it a Justin Timberlake concert because I don't really care about that. I just want to watch the commercials and Justin Timberlake perform. 
Yeah. But one of the sergeants at the police department, the Philadelphia Police Department, said that they had this idea they were going to grease up the poles with Crisco to prevent people from jumping on the poles, using the poles to then jump on cars, celebrate, riot, that kind of thing after the game. Yeah, because people like to climb street poles. Yes. And then they walk out onto the limb of the street pole over the traffic and they jump around and, I don't know. It's just not safe. To die. Not no. safe at all. The downside is that it is also flammable. The Crisco, the butter that they were going to use oh, to grease up crap. the flagpoles. Yeah, it posed some serious problems. Quote, unfortunately, it, beca- it became a thing ahead of time. So people thought we were daring them to topple the grease, meaning that people were posting on social media that this was a challenge. It yeah. was the grease pole challenge sure. and people wanted to climb up. Good luck. These poles, but people were doing it. People were seeing how far they could get up the Crisco greased up poles. So the sergeant at the police office has said, all right, we had this idea, but now we're, we've decided that, you know, it's just not safe with the Crisco being flammable and all these morons, probably the same ones eating Tide Pods, trying to climb up these greasy poles. I'm fairly certain the entire city of Philadelphia are Tide Pod eaters. <laughs> Michael, that is not okay to say. I'm sure people in Philly listen to this podcast. Well, let me know how that that Tide Pod tastes. (laughs) You can send your hate tweets to (laughs) at Michael Glazner on Twitter. Pornhub decided to capitalize on the fact that the city of Philadelphia was having these greasy problems. And they decided to solve it by offering up 110 gallons of, I believe, non-flammable lube. Okay. And they're saying, aha, so you cannot use Crisco, but you can use lube to lube up your poles. So, of course, they took to social media. They tweeted out the Philadelphia Police Department and said, we want to lube up Philly. It's <laughs> 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 freaking genius marketing. I'm sorry, but it is. And they've, they've done some really good marketing lately, too, because I don't know if you saw this when Boston was snowed in. Yeah. They decided to rent a bunch of snow plows and then they put their logo on the front of the plow and then what? they started using really? the hashtag Pornhub plows. <laughs> <laughs> Is that not amazing? That's a fun marketing campaign. Yeah, they tweeted it out. It said, hey, Boston, are you snowed in on snow day? Fear not. Hashtag Pornhub plows to the rescue. Hit us up at Pornhub plows at Gmail to plow your brains. <laughs> <laughs> And then they they have it up to where if it snows in your town, you can request to get plowed by (laughs) Pornhub. Yeah. Uh, And now they are trying to lube up Philly. That is crazy. It's really clever. If you look up the videos of Philadelphia, if you just type in Philadelphia going to the Super Bowl or something along those lines wins NFC championship, it was like a third world country. These people lost their damn minds. They, they were lighting crazy. things on fire. They yeah. were running. They were driving ATVs up the Rocky stairs, like these off-road vehicles. There was no rules. There was literally no rules. Oh, my gosh. People are insane. Imagine if you were in that police department. Are you just like, oh, man, I'm calling in sick this week. You just don't do anything. There was videos of dudes riding on top of cars, like just sitting on top of Suburbans, driving on the street with like holding sticks on fire. Nobody was stopping them. There was what? no rules. Yes. They all ate Tide Pods and then ran down the street <laughs> with flaming sticks. <laughs> it's crazy there. Like my fr- they, they, uh, there's this video way back in the day of the Philly fans throwing snowballs at Santa Claus at the at the Eagles game. 
So like when the Aw, poor Santa. Yeah, but then they started throwing like bottles and stuff at him too. What? Yes, they're crazy people. That's what I'm saying. So that's why they really were going to grease up yes. and now maybe lube up to the pre- poles yes. to prevent this craziness because they know what's going to happen. Yes, they 100% know what's going to happen. Oh, man. It's like if you go to a, a, a Eagles game wearing another team's jersey, they will beat you up. Guaranteed. <gasps> that's scary. Yeah, my friend was just in town and she was telling us about She lives there now and mm-hmm. she's like, oh, yeah, yeah, we went to the game to watch the Jaguars and the guy in front of us got jumped by like 30 people because he clapped his hands. That's She's terrifying. like, he didn't even say words. He was just clapping and then got beat up. I'm like, what the hell is wrong with these people? When Brian went to a game at LSU, it was the Gators. So oh, yeah, UF versus LSU. Mm-hmm. People were getting peed on. So people with Gators jerseys, <laughs> the people behind them in the LSU jerseys were just peeing on them. It was one of his friends. Got yeah, peed on. That's insane. People are nuts. People are terrible. Yeah, Come sports on. people are crazy. Well, Mark Zuckerberg is probably not having the best January this far. Uh, well, January's over, so his January pretty much sucked. That's because new reports have come out to confirm that people are spending less and less time on the Facebook. Yeah, duh, because freaking Brad Bible or what, Lad Bible or whatever the hell it is, is taking over. Yeah, Lad Bible. If it or Unilad or Lad Bible or something. Get it out of here. We've talked about it the last two podcasts about how Facebook is trying out this new algorithm and they want more personal content. So from people that you actually interact with, your friends, your family, they yeah. want to show you more baby photos and less viral videos. And until now, we didn't know exactly how bad Facebook was doing, but the tech giant has announced that their views and the time spent on the app is down 50 million. Just wrap your head around this. 50 million hours per day. Hey, I didn't even know there was 50 million hours in a day. <laughs> <laughs> that was like a Mike Wazowski joke. <laughs> Have you ever been on that? You got to go to Disney. There's a Mike Wazowski laugh factory and all he does is te- tell dad jokes. Mm-mm. It's so funny. I love Sounds it. awesome though. It is. It's amazing. And you can submit your own. I would submit that one. I submitted one and Brian told me that's too R-rated for Disney. Oh, well. You want to know what it was? Sure. Why did the mermaid wear seashells? I don't know. Because D-shells were too big. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. That's not going to (laughs) fly. Yeah. They never picked it. (laughs) Anyway, their revenue, of course, is going down as well since people are spending less time on their apps. So Zuckerberg, as well as all the other people at Facebook, they realized that they needed to do something stat to fix this problem, which is why they have confirmed that, yes, they are getting rid of the viral videos unless they have been personally shared between you or a friend that you have and Mm -hmm. a lot of people that you know are commenting on it. Other than that, you should be seeing less and less videos, viral videos in your feed and they're hoping to get those 50 million hours per day back. I did see a genuine post today and it was something stupid and I was happy that I saw it. Me too. And I was like, hey, look at that. This person's doing something stupid that I don't care about. Remember how you said, bring back the gym selfie? Yes, please. Tell me, tell me you're going to the gym. (laughs) Tough leg day. Hit it hard. All right. (laughs) Proud of you. Welcome back. Welcome back leg day. We missed you. Mm -hmm. I saw some post that was pointless too from a friend today and i was actually happy about seeing it as well i'm telling like whatever so i'm scrolling through now lad bible elite daily and there was another one that was like bro something or other and it's bro I mean, bible i don't know yeah something, something like too, that yeah 
I mean, they're funny, but it's that's literally all they are. Unilad, all they are is just people oh, going that's it. like, ha ha, this is funny. And then it's just the video. So now it's not, I don't know. It's not just the video. Someone said, ha ha in front of it. And that's it. And now that's, that's only, showing up in your feed. Yeah. So it's like all I'm saying. I mean, it's changed a lot. It's not just random politics and other crap, but it still is just pure videos of nonsense. Well, Zuckerberg is essentially saying we're working on it. Okay, people. I, mean, I can tell it's a big change. We're trying here. He bought out Unilad apparently, and it's just posting all their crap. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of change, uh, what do you think about this? Did you know that the state of Florida has proposed this new bill that would get rid of daylight savings time altogether for us Floridians? Um, that is my friend's dream in life, not only to get rid of daily saving times, but to get rid of all time zones. Okay. Well, that's not going to happen. No, he swears and it has, there's a possible way and he'll freaking break it down to you for about 45 minutes if you bring it up. Oh gosh. So his he friends get drunk like and they're like, tell us about that time zone thing. And he'll be like, oh yeah, listen to this shit. And it'll just go off for an hour. That sounds <laughs> terrible. Remind yeah. me to never ask that question. Okay. Anyway, uh, they are calling it the Sunshine Protection Act, and it was voted six to zero, meaning that six people voted. It was unanimous mm-hmm. that they wanted to get rid of daylight savings time. Uh, duh, because the one person didn't want to vote against it and get freaking beat up in the back alley. <laughs> like you voted for for keeping daylight savings time. What is wrong with you? Mm-hmm. They're saying it's basically pointless at this at this point because it does nothing for us. I was told um, random, probably mom facts that are not accurate, and I have never checked. Dad jokes and mom facts. Yep. That's what this episode is. Pretty much. So I was told originally it was for farmers. For some reason, I don't remember exactly what the deal was, but the farmers needed more light or something so they could wake up earlier and plow the fields and whatever nonsense. Okay. And then it morphed into, we need it for kids, so they're not getting run over by cars because it's pitch dark in the morning. What? I've never heard that. Yeah. Like when they're going to school, when it's pitch dark, so they change it so it gets light earlier. Yeah. 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 Whatever. Pitch dark, pitch black. Yep. So now it gets light earlier so the kids aren't walking through the darkness. Well, tell tell little Jimmy to keep his ass out of the street. Well, okay. So we can all sleep in an extra hour, okay? Exactly. Put on a reflective sticker. The bill still needs to be, you're going to be a great dad. The bill still needs to be reviewed and approved by the Commerce and Tourism Committee and the Rules Committee before it makes it to the Senate floor. But they're saying that it is a thing. And also in this Sunshine Protection Act, they're proposing that all of Florida be in the Eastern time zone because while most of it, of course, is in the Eastern time zone, there is part of our panhandle. Yep. If you didn't know while you're listening to this podcast, we are Florida based- has a panhandle. <laughs> we- no, I'm saying that oh. the podcast is based in Florida and we are in St. Pete just outside of Tampa. Mm-hmm. But in the panhandle, There's a part over by Alabama, and that is located in the central time zone. And so this new proposition would keep all of us in the Sunshine State together and in the same Eastern Standard time zone. But we don't know. We don't know yet if it's going to get passed, but it has been voted to go to Senate. So we will see. 
The struggle to get fit and healthy is real, people, but it doesn't have to be. Not with the app LifeSum. LifeSum is an app that helps people like you and me achieve healthier and happier lifestyles. LifeSum allows you to track your calories in versus the calories you burn. I love that. It's so important because balance is key. It's never been easier to track your meals and exercise all in the LifeSum app. You can track your water intake, too, if maybe you think, hmm, am I consuming enough water throughout the day? You can just track it and go back and check. It's super easy. It's your body. It's your health. And your health is worth investing in. For a limited time, LifeSum is hooking up our listeners with 30% off their premium subscription, which gives you access to tons of healthy recipes and even a three-week weight loss program. So head over to LifeSum.com slash Melanie. That's LifeSum, L-I-F-E-S-U-M dot com slash Melanie. Now, maybe this grandma was in a different time zone than her son. I'm not sure. Maybe she forgot to set her clock forward or back during daylight savings time. But nonetheless, this grandma is going viral after she sent a savage text message to her grandson at 7 a.m. Okay. All right. That's That's where mom calls me. Oh, yeah. She, like 6.05 in the morning? Yeah. Hey, what are you doing? Yep. What in the hell do you think I'm doing? I know. She wakes up at 5 in the morning every single morning. Yeah. She's insane. And then she'll leave me a voicemail. It's like, call me when you wake up. I'm like, why don't you call me when you know I wake up? <laughs> Got to work at 8.30. Why don't you call me when you're taking your afternoon nap? Okay? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that would be amazing. Oh, when you're going to dinner at 10 a.m. <laughs> That's like Brian's parents. They always give us crap about the weekends, sleeping in on the weekends. Yeah. They'll call at 7 a.m. Oh, are you guys just waking up? No, we're not even waking up. Not even right now. We're not even waking <laughs> up. No, we're going to go to bed for a little bit longer. And they're just like, man, you guys should really start getting up earlier on the weekends. And it's like, okay, coming from the person so, exactly. that takes a nap at noon. Yeah. Okay, we're not napping. And if we're up, we're up the rest of the day. Uh, well, Saturday I wake up at well, 11, take a nap at All right. noon. <laughs> Maybe a little cat nap in the afternoon. Go to the go to the Saturday morning market and then uh, maybe take a little nap. Yep. Either way, I'm not waking up at 7 a.m. on a Saturday. That's I'm all. I'm not waking I'm up at 7 a.m. on a work day. <laughs> really? No. Oh, I don't know. We get up early in the, our household, I guess. Yikes. Anyway, the grandma texted her grandson, "Quote: Happy birthday to myself." Hadn't heard from my grandson, thanks, at 7.03 a.m. It's like, Grandma, chill. I haven't even woken up yet. I'm still in REM state sleep. My God. That's aggressive. I'd be like, whoa, first of all, birthday bad mood. (laughs) For real. (laughs) Uh, At day underscore gore is the one who took a screenshot of the text that his grandma sent him. And then he captioned it with, my grandma ain't given nobody time to wake up good and brush their teeth this morning. (laughs) It has gotten over 62,000 retweets and over 273,000 hearts on Twitter. crap. Dang, Grandma, I wonder if she was up since midnight just waiting for somebody to send her a happy birthday text. Maybe, Maybe she stayed up the whole time. Mm-hmm. She waited. She's like, okay, you know what? I'll give it I'll give it seven hours after my birthday has begun at midnight and just see if anyone's going to message me. Happy birthday to myself. I had a nerd for my grandson. Thanks. <laughs> it's, it is so <laughs> ridiculous. But can't you just picture a grandma doing that? Yes, yeah, so she's been up since 4.30. <laughs> I know, exactly. She's already put together an entire puzzle. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, 
is that so accurate? I mm-hmm. really do. I feel like she was up and she uh, had her Metamucil and she did yep. her puzzle and mm-hmm. she was real pissed off. Yeah, crossword, <laughs> Sudoku, all yep. that stuff. Now, I don't care if you understand a single word of Spanish or not. This woman's laugh is so good. And the video is hysterical that this girl posted on Twitter of her mom. She speaks in Spanish throughout the video, but she is cracking up laughing. And it's all because she explained to her mother what the word queef meant. Her mom did not know what the word queef meant, and when she found out, she lost her shit. <laughs> Take a listen. <laughs> she had to put her face into a pillow. She was laughing so hard. It goes on for nearly two minutes. Two minutes of that laughter and people are loving it on Twitter. People are saying, I really wish I could understand the whole video. Laugh my ass off. It's still hilarious. I don't even speak Spanish. This is me. I'm dead. And then a bunch of skull emojis. (laughs) This is me. I'm dead. (laughs) This is me. I'm dead. I need you to translate this for me because I want to know what she's saying. I'm dying over here and I don't even know what the mom is saying. Hashtag queef. Oh my gosh, queefs are fun. I mean, no matter what, the word queef is just funny in itself. Some people probably find it disgusting, but it's hysterical listening to this mom laugh. So I had to, of course, share it with you. And this other video that is now going viral of a little girl. Oh, she's so adorable. And I feel like we can all relate. It might not be about waffles, but some other food that we have once had a dream about. Her mom posted the video of the little girl. She was having a an absolute breakdown after she couldn't stop dreaming about this one thing. Said, you what? I just can't stop thinking about waffles. Well, you had waffles for dinner and you had waffles for breakfast. So we're going to eat something else. Oh, I, I can't stop. Why can't I just stop dreaming about waffles? I don't know. <laughs> That's how I feel about pizza. <laughs> she, poor thing. She definitely needs a nap. A little ridiculous. She needs a waffle. <laughs> she needs a nap and a waffle. Do you need a nap? <laughs> the video goes on and she barely can talk because she's crying so hard, as you can hear in the end of that clip. The mom, of course, like I said, she posted it on social media and now it's starting to get shared everywhere. And people are also saying that, you know, hashtag same girl, same. Yeah. This is me, dead. <laughs> this is me. I'm dead. Yeah. <laughs> Skulls. <laughs> From dreaming about waffles to having to cancel a gym membership, both things that I'm pretty sure people will be able to relate to. This man had to write a letter to Planet Fitness to break up with them. The relationship was no longer working for him. So instead of just sending a letter to corporate saying, hey, I need to cancel my membership, yep. you know, this is effective on this date and making it, you know, like any other letter that they mm-hmm. receive, he decided to write it as if he was actually breaking up with the gym. Okay. Now, have you ever had to cancel a gym membership? Uh, yes, I've canceled a couple of them. <laughs> a couple of them? Not due to inactivity at the gym oh, due okay. to me moving. Oh, okay. Relocating. Yes. 
And so how did it go, the process, when you had to cancel your gym uh, membership? It wasn't easy, was it? No, it's like a two-month notice. Yeah, it's ridiculous. So uh, whatever. They told me, though, before I signed up, I was like, listen, I don't know how long I'm going to live here. What's the deal when I got to leave? And they were like, just give us a two-month notice and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, okay, yeah, sure. But it actually worked. See, I, really? Like, yeah. All I, and I didn't even have to write a letter. I just had to go in and like talk to the manager. No way. But then, of course, you, like, they're like, okay, sit down. Like, how can we help? What if we lower your rate? Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, no, it's is like seven blocks em- away. Is that how all gym employees Come on, talk? bro. <laughs> I'll train you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> you can post about your status on Facebook. <laughs> people will see it now. Uh, my people, people will see it now. Yeah, exactly. See, when I start at a gym, it goes something like that, too. Only it's not about, oh, I don't know how long I'm living here. It's like, listen, I don't know how long I'm going to actually work out. So So it's January 1. (laughs) I made this resolution. I got to wait until my boyfriend forgets about it. I need to know how long. Yeah. What's your cancellation policy here? For real, back in the day, I had a membership at Gold's Gym. And I was not about that fitness life yet. I Now I really do enjoy working out. And I've, I've continued on with the BBG. I know we talked about it on the podcast. Mm-hmm. I am sore. I am sore AF this week. The first little introductory week, it had me fooled. I was like, oh, I got this. I'm in really good shape. I can do all these things. I, I can do the workouts, but mm-hmm. the next two days, I am sore AF. So yeah. that's where I'm at today. But okay. I'm sticking with it. The 12-week challenge. We need to get molly on that too because she's like all bored at the gym she's one of the people that's had the gym membership but she won't quit it so she just pays it she just pays it doesn't even care like months on end yeah well a lot of people do that because it's so hard to cancel so this guy he wanted to cancel his gym membership at planet fitness but he said they wouldn't let me cancel over the phone and required a certified letter to cancel since i live in a different state now i had to do this uh when i left living up in dc there was a spray tanning place that i had a membership at and they wouldn't let you cancel in person or over the phone you had to do a certified letter it was bullshit anyway so he said i dropped this letter in the mail today i'm not going to read the whole thing because it's a page long but i I mean i i did read the full thing and it's hysterical it starts off with to whom it may concern it is with deep regret and a heavy heart that i write this letter but i must come forth with my intentions with sincerity and honesty certain events Uh, Certain events in my life have put me in a different place. And while it was one of the more taxing decisions I've had to make of late, it is the right one. The purpose of this letter is to end my relationship with Planet Fitness Orange. He goes on saying, I still think fondly of you and the time we spent together as I drive by one of your many locations. (laughs) Sometimes when I'm alone, I even throw on one of my old power pop workout playlists and feel the rush of our past course through me as if we were still one holding hands with your elliptical machine and gingerly brushing my sweaty bangs out of my face as I huff and puff in a tumultuous vortex of sweat and endorphins. However, all good things must come to an end. Hope this letter finds you well, continues on. I think this is for the better. And then he signs it. That's awesome. Maybe that's how everyone should quit. It's so good. Yeah. And I bet they would be way more likely to cancel your membership at that moment. You know what I mean? They could be real dicks and be like, okay, we'll cancel it, but you missed the deadline of the 15th and now we can't cancel it for another month. If you send them a genuine funny letter, I feel like they'll be like, all right, this guy's cool. We'll cancel his shit. Uh, I don't know. I feel like they'd be like, nah, bro, never got your letter. <laughs> never got your letter, man. It was a certified letter. Nope, never came. <laughs> I don't know. Want to work out? 
We own you. You live here now. Rates are going up next month. Just letting you know. (laughs) They always do that. (laughs) Rates are always going up. What? Ain't never going down. That's for sure. Now, it's hard to go wrong with buying anything at Trader Joe's. I absolutely love shopping there and As many of you guys know, I like to post my little Trader Joe hauls or if I try new products on Snapchat and Mm -hmm. on Instagram. But I did not know this. Did you know that Trader Joe's has a try before you buy policy? What? Uh, What does that mean? It's a grocery store. I know. So you would think that if you just open a bag of chips and start munching away, that that would be frowned upon, right? Yes. I don't. What? Okay. So it's not like a grape. You can't. I can see if there's a bunch of grapes on the little grape vine. What are they called? A cluster? A clump? Yeah, I just say a, a clump of grapes. Sure. And then you can take like one. But now you can open chips. Okay, no, Michael. That's stealing. Okay. I'm saying in this policy, I would imagine that it means you can have a grape from the grapevine. Okay. No, that's not what it means. And B, it is very, very weird that you chose a grape, stealing a grape for this scenario. Because true story, I'll give you a little peek into how scared I was as a child to ever like lie. It's still with me today. Lie, steal, any of that stuff. I think it's Catholic guilt from mom. But one time we were at our club, which was an after school care at our school. You remember going there, right? Yes. We were there, and I loved playing with the fake food in the little kitchenette that they had, and they had this bundle of mm-hmm. grapes. They right. were fake grapes, and you could squeeze them, and then they would like pop. They'd pop back up, and yeah. I was obsessed with them every like time any I- Any kids that had a kitchen thing had those little fake grapes. Had the fake grapes, right. So I liked it so much, and when we were leaving- I wanted to take a grape with me, so I stole one of those little grapes. I'm telling you, I couldn't sleep. I was like sweating. I'm pretty sure like kids don't even sweat at that age. I was sweating. I was so nervous, and I couldn't wait to go back to our club to return this grape that I had (laughs) stolen. And mom even asked me, she's like, is everything okay? And I remember it so vividly, and I knew. I was like, oh my God, she knows. She's on to me. She knows I stole this plastic grape. And then when I had my first like confession uh-huh. at church, I told them that I stole this grape. I felt so guilty about it for forever. Anyway, I returned it and I told mom because mom goes, well, what did you confess? Which A, I don't think you're supposed to ask. Yeah, but she asked not. me. <laughs> she totally asked me and I told her I stole a grape one time. She's like, why? I can't believe you did that. And then she made me feel bad uh, <laughs> all over again. It was like, listen, uh, it obviously stuck with me forever. Yeah, you're a wuss. <laughs> I know. Believe me, my friends remind me of that all the time when they go to do things. They're like, come on, Mel, like, just do it. And I'm like, oh, but someone's going to see us. <laughs> I am that chicken. It sucks. Yeah, man. coming from the girl who used to matinee like eight movies. Okay, well, sneaking into movies is a totally different story. And it's called the double feature. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Did it so much you gave it its own name. <laughs> <laughs> movies are expensive okay yeah. and you had to plan it out sometimes it was a triple feature that is a long day that's it's, way too long at the movies. no not at all just i guess have not a when coffee. you were how, not when you're 15 or 16 or however old you were <laughs> exactly 18. yeah we were we were yeah, no we were in, <laughs> it was last week yeah. no we were in high school but uh trader joe's they have this try before you buy policy and if you are unsure mm-hmm. about buying a product because you don't know what it tastes like, so one of their dips, a hummus, anything like that, grapes. you can ask a grape. 
you can't do produce because you know every they're gonna go okay haven't you had a grape before haven't you had a banana not these purple kind what are these (laughs) they probably would let you yeah duh yeah they will let you try foods like salads sushi cheese oh also snacks and produce mike so you could get a grape if you're unsure of what that particular purple grape looks like they let you try sushi yeah, they said the only roll up in that bitch for happy hour. <laughs> Let me try one of these IPAs. <laughs> Let me try a couple of those. I don't, okay, uh, I don't bang think, bang shrimp. I don't think the beer is included. The only it says the only thing the food that is not included are raw and frozen foods that require cooking. So they they can't go whip you something up in the back and I then don't bring need it, it out. To be cooked. whipped up, I need the one can off the six pack. And I need alcohol is not included. I need the tempura one. I need the not tempura <laughs> one. I need the California roll. What's ridiculous is that their customer service is so good there. They're saying that they would do that. They're saying don't be ashamed to ask for them to give you a little sample. They said that people do it. I mean, you don't have to do it all the time, but if there is something that you're curious about, you know, they have the little sample bar. That's how I find half the stuff I like. Mm-hmm. Do you ever stop back there? No. Is that the thing in the back corner? Yeah, in the back corner. Don't, aren't they cooking stuff there? That's the sample bar. Well, I don't know that because I don't go there too often. Oh, okay. Well, that's well, I'm about your, to go there now for my sushi first. happy hour. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're just going to try all the sushi. <laughs> yeah. And then be like, well, I actually don't like sushi. And then just leave. <laughs> You're such a dick. <laughs> All right. Well, there is a new acronym that all the cool kids are using. And obviously, I want us to be cool. And I want all of our listeners to be in the know. So the newest acronym is W-Y-A. Do you know what that means? What you at? That is what it means. What? It's where you at. (laughs) (laughs) How the hell did you guess that from W-Y-A? If anybody wrote that to me in a text message, I would think... Well, yeah, what? What? I don't even know what I would think. Mm. Well, yeah. No, it is where you at. So when you're you're going to meet up with your friends and you're at happy hour at Trader Joe's, (laughs) just opening samples of sushi Uh and beer, (laughs) and and your IPA, you can text your homie WYA, and that means where you at. Where you at? It's lit up in this bitch. (laughs) I'm going on my third type of sushi. We're about Uh to bust open the spicy tuna roll. W-Y-A. Did, so I was just told recently, I don't think my phone does this, but the iPhones, I, which I have an iPhone, I just don't think my particular one does it. If someone asks you, where are you, and you go to type, mm-hmm. it automatically will ask you to add your location. What? Yeah. Does yours do that? What? I, I don't know. Maybe. Mine does not do that. Well, does it work? Do you have to actually type where you at or can you do W-Y-A? Um, <laughs> no, I don't. I have no clue. I think it's just if someone says, where are you? Then as soon as you go to reply, it will say, send my location, like question mark. I'm probably a good- I've never seen this though. I want this feature. Three updates behind. So maybe three, when I get- Three updates and 12 phones behind. You're on like a 4-2, 4-S, <laughs> a 4-A maybe. Okay, you know what? I am not ready to get rid of my razor. Yeah. <laughs> No, I'm on the 6S, which is forever behind, and I am aware of that. I need to go ahead and get a new phone, and I just cracked the very bottom right corner, which mm. it's barely noticeable, but yeah, 
you're right. I need to upgrade my phone. So I don't know. All you people with the new iPhones or the people who stay up to date and get rid of those red bubbles on your phone so you've updated it to the most recent iOS version, yep. let us know. You can email me, melanie at melaniemineau.com. You can tweet us as well at tweetmelaniem and at Michael Glazner. And let us know if you ask your friend where you at, if it automatically populates, like, would you like to add your location? Yeah, which all is not helpful in the least bit. If someone's like, hey, where are you? And you just send a GPS coordinate, like, right, <laughs> I'm in Florida. Dude. I yeah. am in Florida. Next time you ask me where I'm at, <laughs> I'm definitely sending that just to you. Send location. In Florida. Yeah, I'm at the bar waiting for you. Where are you? Random GPS corner. Okay, perfect. Thanks. <laughs> That's exactly where I am. Not helpful. I am due east. Two knots of you. Yeah. And because we got so sidetracked in this podcast <laughs> episode, we are going to have to do a rapid fire bachelor recap with my bro host, Michael. He mm-hmm. watched it. He absorbed it. He jotted down notes in his iPhone. Yep. And are you ready to break it down rapid fire style? What you thought of this week's bachelor? Sure. So. <gasps> Uh, do they feed these girls corny lines to say every five seconds? Because he'll be like, hey, I like the way you look. And she'll be like, mm, sometimes I just like the way the stars align for us to be together in this moment. And I just like, don't. what the hell is happening? Who told you to say that? Did you actually quote them? No. Because that sounded like a quote that Crystal would say. No, I, I started running out of breath so, and I couldn't read and talk at the same time. And what the girl actually said was, I'm on a dreamboat with a dreamboat. Oh! I heard that. Yeah, I would have that pushed was pushed her overboard if I heard that. Yeah, you would be overboard yeah. on this dream uh-huh. boat. And now you in the water with them sharks. So have fun <laughs> with that. Uh, I would whoop that dude's behind in bowling. Psycho Britney Spears girl sounded like she was That's Crystal. Oh yes. Crystal aka Psycho yeah, Britney yeah, Spears. Yeah, if you just lose your breath again, mm-hmm. you'll have your crystal voice back. Yeah. Uh, Psycho Britney Spears girl. She the, the dude was like, "Hey, winner of the bowling match gets to come to the after party with me." And then after it was over, he's like, uh, I'd rather party with 10 chicks instead of five. Everyone's coming. Yeah, duh. And she lost her freaking mind. Yeah, she did. Oh, he's such a liar. How could he go back on his word? <laughs> I need someone I can trust. Your crystal impersonation is giving me life right now. Okay. Yeah. And then Crystal, psycho Britney Spears, played him like a fiddle because she's like, I'm not going to the after party. I'm going to stay upstairs because I don't trust him. So then... The, the gir- all the girls are like, well, the one crystal chick's not coming. He's like, well, I better go check on I her. I know. Durr, I durr, hate durr, that durr, he durr. goes and checks on her, and then it's the whole thing. She is playing him for sure. Yeah. So um, mission accomplished, Crystal. Good job. You set out for him to come up to your room and beg for you to come down, and he pretty much did it. Yeah. But then he smoked and was like, you should stay here tonight all by yourself. <laughs> and the then, best part. Yeah. And then she had to stay, so that was actually kind of awesome. And in my notes, I said, oh, snap. He actually grew a pair. Peace out. <laughs> <laughs> well said. And uh, let's see. Oh, does he have to feel super awkward about making out with 10 chicks every single day? Or does he high five himself? Uh, he totally high fives himself. Really? I Absolutely. feel like by the eighth girl that's like, I need to talk to you. I'd be like, God dang it. <laughs> Come on, man. I'm tired. Like, can I just chill for a hot second? So I was curious about that. I just want to know, do they film this during flu season? Because I am trying to catch the flu. I heard like 30 people died this season Crystal already sounds from like it. she's got the flu for sure. <laughs> she definitely no, this, does. That's just the way I talk. It's the Beverly Hills flu. Achoo. Yeah. And, <laughs> God. This, so then Psycho Britney Spears Crystal goes, 
I gave She's showed your him, fave, by the way. I, I showed tell. him all the emotions, and she started listing off all of these emotions that she was showing him. Yeah, I know. And futuristic was an emotion she listed. <laughs> it's so good. Futuristic, futuristic. is an emotion. You I know showed that, him futuristic. You know that they're keeping some of these people on, i.e. Crystal, for pure entertainment purposes. I mean, th- she's the one that we talked about Last episode, when we did the recap, we were talking about her. Now, this episode, of course, she stole the show by pouting upstairs. Yeah. And we're talking about her again. Producers know. He's Ari's like, dude, this girl, I got to get rid, rid of her. Can't understand half the shit she's saying. And she's just nothing but drama. And the producers are like, all right, Ari, uh, that's a negative. You're going to have to keep her around because yeah. Crystal is helping boost the ratings. And the rest of the season is a snooze fest. And we all know you're going to end up with Becca. So we got to keep crazy Crystal. Is That's Becca the 22-year-old? The trade-off. Yeah, Becca's the 22-year-old. And I still am riding with the fact that Becca's going all the way. He's picking nope. He's picking Becca. He's robbing the cradle, man. Nah, he's going to pick. The best one is the country girl. The only one that has a southern accent. Oh, the one from Wiener? What? Is that where she's from? She's from, from Arkansas? Wiener, Arkansas. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yeah. The Arkansas girl's going to win. That's you my think? Vote. Yep, 100%. That's my vote. Okay. But Crystal's going to stay around for all sorts of eternity because ABC or whoever yeah. said, uh, you got to uh, do that. And you know what I have to say to that? Thank you, ABC. Thank you. <laughs> because the rest of the episode is boring. So please keep some drama in there. Keep Crystal. I can't just have the girl from Wiener and Becca and like a love fest and, oh, you're a dreamboat on a dreamboat and a love boat. <laughs> no, I'll be jumping off into the freaking water. Okay? Seriously, that. So keep Crystal on. Team Crystal. What was the name of the girl from last, the other guy, the Bachelor one? With the crazy girl who had like the... Well, that's real specific, Michael. Have you seen The Bachelor? It's nothing but crazy chicks. There was the girl who takes naps because Michael Jordan takes naps and Abraham Lincoln takes naps Uh, and all of them. Yeah, you're talking about... Was her name Crystal? No, her her name was not Crystal. It was Corinne. Well, Corinne has stayed on for a long time and so is... uh, no. Yeah, and Crystal. Corinne was the best part of that season. Yeah, and Corinne is actually, she actually cracked me up. I don't know if it was intentional or not. It's one of those people that oh, are yeah. really funny, but I don't think they're funny on purpose. She was hysterical. She had so many quotable lines. She went on to make a whole entire shirt line with her quotes. Mm-hmm. Like, she likes to nap or something yeah. and mm-hmm. all sorts of them. Good for her. Probably not doing so well now, but who knows? Yeah, but she kept the season entertaining. So, as is Crystal. And Mikkel, Ashley, and Marik were eliminated. So, three yep. got the boot, but yet Crystal remains. The Indian Kim Kardashian and two other background noises. <laughs> That's Pretty true. Pretty much how you qualify them. Yep, they, they go. Time for some celebrity news. I thought about talking about the Grammys, but then I watched the Grammys. And then I decided I don't really want to talk about the Grammys because it was so boring. It was the worst. I watched it. I fast forwarded through a huge chunk of it. Yeah. Every performance was some artist political view on something or some activist rights, something that they were doing for somebody's group of people and something. And it was terrible it was terrible i thought kesha i thought the performance was beautiful i thought her vocals were a little uh, which i didn't really want to say because everyone was like oh it's such a great message and it is but even i don't know her vocals were a little shaky but overall it was beautiful and i did like that part but the rest of it it was and and i do love that finesse song by bruno mars you do cardi b yeah i freaking hate that song i love that song so i was jamming when that was on but other than that i was checked out that song can go. That one and then the other one that they use, the Carlos Santana, 
they just sampled the Carlos Santana yeah. song. They just play that. What? You don't like that song? No, because every time I hear it, I want to hear the original Carlos Santana one. And then I just turn it off and go to my Spotify, open it up, play the real one. Yeah. You're talking about the Rihanna song. Yeah, with Wild DJ Thoughts. Khaled in the background. He Love was that so loud. Too. He was. We're the best. <laughs> Shut up. All right, so we are not really talking about the Grammys, or nah. we just did. There we go. That's what we thought That's about it. That's your recap. It was terrible and political, <laughs> and everyone had a view of something. Jay-Z, though, is the rapper that is getting ready to open up a new restaurant. E! News confirmed that the rapper has now secured the rights to the name Hovino. Hovino. It sounds like an Italian restaurant that Jay-Z is going to open. Okay. He has registered the name under his S. Carter Enterprises company, and they're saying that it is attached to restaurant and cafe services because you have to attach, like if you're going to sure. trademark a name or whatever else, you have to explain, is this a person or like what? Pino and Hova mixed together? Hovino? It sounds like maybe it's a wine store. Vino. Oh, <laughs> H to the Vino. <laughs> Heavy down. Yeah, not Jay-Z. H to the Mino. Oh, I'm up. out. H to the Mino. Oh, I would be I'd be down for a little uh wine lounge. Ooh, with some charcuterie. Oh, Jay-Z. Oh, now he's French? Yeah, you're speaking my language. Well, Hovino. Oh. <laughs> it sounds mm. it sounds like it's Italian. Sure. I don't know. I'd be down for it. And uh, no word on where he's planning on opening it or what kind of restaurant or anything it's going to be. But he has secured that name. So we can expect it uh, coming soon. It's definitely going to be wine. It's, he's, I don't know. It might yeah, not it's be. It's going to be Hovino Grigio. <laughs> oh, you think he's not even going to open a restaurant or no. anything like E! News is speculating? You're, he's just going to open up his oh. own or like a winery. Yeah. He's got his own liquor. Hovino. Now it's Hovino Grigio. Get that, it. That's kind of pimp. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> Why not? I mean, I would totally invest in a wine company if I had a bajillions of dollars. Sure. I would just do nothing without a bajillions of dollars. Melvino. You would do nothing? You're just going to let it sit there? You're not going to invest in any of your passions? I don't know. Bajillions a lot. I think I'm good. Okay. Like a couple million? Oh, well, then, obviously, yeah. Then you'd have to invest it. Yeah. Now, is it Paris Hilton or Kim Kardashian? Or is it Paris Hilton dressed up to look just like Kim Kardashian in the new Yeezy campaign? It is Paris Hilton dressed to look just like Kim Kardashian. Oh, my gosh. I'm sorry. If if we thought she was thirsty before, this just uh, makes it an affirmative. Okay. Because Paris Hilton has transformed into a lookalike Kim Kardashian for the new Yeezy campaign, which features a bunch of Kim K clones, but not really famous ones, just a bunch of people that look like Kim Kardashian. Is this and like Paris the Hilton I'm is Slim one Shady, of them. Yes, I'm not real shitty. You know, you want to, I'm yes. on It's Shady. just like that, except okay. they are Kim Kardashians and Paris Hilton is one of them. But yeah. how weird is that, that you're going to dress up like someone that you were once friends with? I mean, I guess they're still. Once you someone Friends. that you are more famous than yes by a whole crap load yes don't you just think it's weird like how much were they paying her I don't know they had to have paid her a she's lot she's doing of all money. sorts of stuff to get back in the spotlight isn't she trying to claim this first selfie ever taken yeah she or some claimed crap? the first selfie then she was posting up the picture of herself with Britney Spears and Lindsay Lohan saying Lindsay Lohan wasn't even invited yeah. and it's like thirteen years later well, like anybody cares now she's not invited so. Yeah, and now... Neither will half of them are. No one's invited. <laughs> no. The whole car isn't invited. Uh, Britney Spears is always invited. Yeah, yeah, it's well. an open door policy when it comes to Britney Spears. Okay. Except I am devastated. I did not get tickets to her concert, despite the fact that I did the whole 
tour fan club pre-sale code and then Ticketmaster wasn't mm-hmm. accepting it. It was a bunch of BS. And so now no I don't ticket? have tickets. No. Okay. And they were all on StubHub within 30 seconds after yeah. them all going on sale and for like double the price. It's mm-hmm. so, It makes me so mad. Yep. I know I'm not alone, by the way. I know a lot of you guys were tweeting me saying, this is some bullshit. There's a whole change.org petition going on about it because what? all of the tickets were sold out before they even went on sale. It was yeah, It doesn't crap. seem very fair. No, it's not fair at all. They were trying to make you... They were pricing the tickets at, oh, they range from $100 to $300. However, if you want a ticket during the pre-sale, you have to spend $75 to become part of the tour fan club. Okay, only you did that, and they were all sold out. So you they got your $75, and then you don't get any of your tickets. Sounds like they smoked you real good. Yeah, and it wasn't just me either. <laughs> oh, gosh, it still makes me so mad. <laughs> on a much lighter note, there's a crazy-ass diet going on in Hollywood, and it's, it's about eating micro-livestock. Which I didn't know what micro livestock was until today. Veal. And do you know what it is? No. Veal? Like just baby animals? No, uh, I don't know. Veal would not be a micro livestock. Micro. I'm talking microscopic. So, or almost microscopic. What? So, I'm not even crickets. talking about like pigeons instead no. of chickens? We're talking crickets, fried grasshoppers, mealworms. Oh, yeah. High in protein. Nicole Kidman swears by it. And she sat down with Vanity Fair recently to show off her quote-unquote secret talent, which uh, eating bugs is not a secret talent. Sorry. That sounds like something that would be in one of the captions on The Bachelor the first night when the girls walk up. Like, secret talent. She's a bug, she's a professional bug eater. I can something. identify bugs by the crunch of their legs. <laughs> I eat micro-livestock <laughs> for a living. <laughs> Ugh, I hate that person and already. I don't believe in shaving my armpits. Mm, perfect. That <laughs> sounds like they go hand in hand. <laughs> She's staying all the way yep. for entertainment purposes. Mm-hmm. Well, the Big Little Lies star, she showed off her quote unquote secret talent. And here is a little clip that of it. That is a um, fruity taste. I'd recommend it. Here we have. Oh, oh. crickets. Oh, nothing. Oh, oh. Awesome. Ew, you know what was disturbing about like the whole nothing thing? nothing you've ever tasted. Like Ugh. a hairy nut. <laughs> Don't. Oh, my gosh. And not from the shell. Oh. Yeah. Wow. Well, if that's not a raving endorsement for eating micro livestock, I don't know what is. It tastes Seriously. like a hairy ball. Also, did you notice her accent was pretty awesome? <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> we have not had an Australi- Australian accent on in a hot second, no, Mike. No, we have not. <laughs> and it eats some micro livestock. <laughs> Tastes God, like hairy balls. I did not realize how much I missed your Aussie accent until I totally this forgot very about it. moment. Man, it's probably been like 10 episodes since we got to do anything Australian. I know. People used to send us Aussie stories all the time. I know. We need to get back in that yeah. habit. So if you, you come across- to get some Australian stories. If you come across a story from Down Under, you can tweet it to us mm-hmm. at Tweets Melanie M. And of course, my Aussie bro host over there. Yeah, please do. <laughs> at Michael Glazer. Oh yeah, at Michael Glazer and everything. <laughs> All right, let's get into the follow of the day. Mm-hmm. I wanted you to say it in your accent. Oh, what, the follow of the yeah. day? Yeah. Let's get into the follow of the day. <laughs> yes. 
was. All right. I missed it so much. Sure thing. It's going to Mallory Irvin on YouTube. Mm -hmm. E-R-V-I-N. I love her. Her southern accent's adorable. She and her husband, they vlog all the time. I like to watch them just when I'm working out. She's really, really positive. She just posted a video about how they both experienced debt in the past and mm -hmm. how they've gotten out of it. And yeah, Australians always down under the debt. <laughs> okay. <laughs> she, she's not Australian. I'm going to start people telling people she's I'm down American. under. I'm not debt. I'm down under. Exactly. What? No, I'm down under in student loans. It's not what you think. Anyway, she's getting the follow of the day at Mallory Irvin on YouTube. And now it is the end of the show, which means it's time for the heart happy story. And this one is a good one. Got to save the best for last. You know, the Super Bowl is this Sunday and mm -hmm. the Puppy Bowl is also going to be this Sunday. Right. Oh, love me some Puppy Bowl. Well, you can get really excited about it because when you tune into the Animal Planet to watch, you are not just watching adorable four-legged furry friends on there. Mm -hmm. You are watching animals that were all rescued from areas that were devastated by natural disasters in 2017. So they are going to have dogs available for rescue, 48 different animal shelters and rescue organizations were where the dogs were selected from. 89 adoptable players are in the puppy pileup, they call it, instead of the lineup. Sure. And they are from Houston, Puerto Rico, Florida, and Mexico. And as I mentioned, they are all up for adoption. So I just love knowing the fact that 89 dogs are going to get adopted this Sunday because yeah. you know they're like 100 for 100 at this point. Every single time they've yeah, done they it, all, like of the, crazy. all of the dogs get adopted. Mm -hmm. You can also follow the hashtags Team Rough and Team Fluff to vote for who <laughs> sure. you think is going to win in the Puppy Bowl. Don't forget to follow us on our social media if you are watching funny commercials during the Super Bowl or you want to weigh in on any of the stories that we talked about in this week's episode. You can just reach out to us on any of our social media platforms. Instagram, Snapchat, at Melanie Minot. Twitter tweets Melanie M. Facebook, it's official Mel. And my bro host... At Michael Glazner on everything. All right, we hope you have an amazing rest of your week. Thank you guys so much for listening. We love you. Bye. Bye. Caterers on the beat. Gossip so juice, I'm on the edge of my seat. From the worldwide news, anything you want to know. Now tuned in to the Melanie Mano Show. So, sorry, gotta go, go. Sorry, gotta go, go. Say bye-bye. It's the Melanie Mano Show. Follow her on Instagram. And Melanie Mano, hit her with a D. And none for Gretchen Wieners.